The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guest are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives. Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson here with the distinguished gentlemen Fred Smoot and Santana Moss. Guys, so good to be back talking about some football. There's a little bit of drama in Commander's Land today. Mm-hmm. Mike Clay from ESPN put out his receiver rankings yesterday, and Washington was 11. Drum roll. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I'm mm. sick to my stomach. Okay, tell me about it. <laughs> it's a better room than that. Yeah. It's a better room. One, like I judge a room by how many threats do you have. Okay. Like, well, we have legitly, like, people forget that Diami Brown is the fourth receiver yeah. on this team. Yep. Like, that says a lot. I, I think Curtis Samuel is a guy, to tell the truth, Hasn't reached his ceiling yet. Yeah. So at the end of the day, especially with us, yeah, yeah, and and and, and Jahan Dotson is one of them guys could easily be a number one on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got a one A and a one B. I think the one thing that these guys suffer from is why I didn't play wide receiver in the first damn place. Mm-hmm. You have to depend on the quarterback. Yeah. Without the quarterback, they will not rank you high. And trust me, I was one of those guys when I saw it. I I was sitting there thinking hard. Yeah. I'm like, we easily a top five core. You know what I mean? Those group of guys. Any team in this league right now would take all three of our guys all and, three say, of and, and they can be starters on yeah. someone else's team. But I understand, and just what you know, Fred alluded to, is it's all about the quarterback. And that's one of the reasons why, as a player, as a receiver, folks just always ask me before the season, what are your goals? Yeah, My goal is to be ready because I can't go out here and say I want to go for 1,000 yards unless the quarterback allowed me to be that kind of player. You know yeah. what I mean? So I never tried to sell myself with these goals and these high aspirations, these dreams of – being the best receiver in the league, being a guy that go out there a thousand dollars every year. What I've always done, knowing that the court, knowing that my play dictated, you know, solely from the quarterback position, is just made sure that I was ready for whatever may come my way. And also, that means not getting the ball a lot that Terry had to go through up yeah. and down throughout these years. So yeah. I think we got a better core than they've given us, but it solely, you know, lies on our quarterback hands. So mm-hmm. let me just ask you this. So this is the list: Cincinnati, Seattle, Miami, Philly, Dallas, Arizona. The Chargers, Tampa Bay, Vegas, Minnesota, Washington. Yeah. Of those teams, mm-hmm. if we have a better receiver group than 11, who are you taking out and where are you slotting us in that group? That Minnesota has to go down. They we got, spelled okay, it okay, wrong okay, on yeah. the paper. Okay, timeout. They got Justin Jefferson, right? All right they got, they, they got the, a top three wide receiver, and that's where it ends at. Yeah. And then Jordan Addison is a first-round wide receiver. Know, we don't so, know who he is. Hold up, yeah. my guy. So, last couple years, these first-round wide receivers have come in and just straight bald, right? Yeah, and I have. think Tana can speak to this probably better than most. Yeah. They are a more polished product coming out of college because of that spread, right? So, yeah. is there, a, is there a, a world where he's grading in the 70s by PFF and then that would put him ahead of what, what, what I'm saying is he's not better than Jahan Dotson we know that right now we know that as we speak because I'm always put your number one against your number one yeah. like Terry McLaurin Jordan um, Jefferson they got us right there and then by an inch like, well our number two <laughs> yeah. is better than their uh, number two yeah. and our number three Surpasses their number three, our, Osborne. I better our number one is our number two is only number two because our number one what has done so much. Yes, but so, our number two can easily be a number one, one on this this team alone. So let me ask you this: based on system, yeah, right, scheme, system right. and scheme. That scheme that scheme in Minnesota is very receiver friendly. Yeah, it's the same system same. that Kyle rants for the one and two receivers. They get a lot of touches, mm-hmm. right? Do you think Addison will be better, more productive than Jahan Dotson? I show? don't. Okay, I, I don't. I'm not talking to you, Fred. I'm I know you're not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Tanner? Um, 
I haven't seen what we're going to do with EB yet. So yeah, it's hard for point. me to it's hard for me to gauge that now and say, well, this offense is going to allow Dotson to get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do believe that with that offense that he's over there, I'm going to give him the nod right now. Yeah. So I give Addison the nod right now because I don't know what we're going to do offensively. Yeah, yeah, because that, that, I think that offense is pretty straight. But, okay, so I I, th I think it's close. I think Minnesota's yeah. close. You could bump yeah. them there. Are there any other teams on this list? I got two teams. Let's see if you guys get to the same ones that I think. Um, Arizona should, should not be ahead of this team. I, yeah. I love the receivers they have in Arizona, but when I put them up to our guys – I think our guys are a step better. And Dallas doesn't – C.D. Lamb, is, he's a number one. But he's a number one that's a slot receiver. Yep. Uh, he's also a guy that doesn't create a lot of separation. Yep. Like when he catches balls, all his balls are contested. Yep. All right, so at the end of the day, you're going to add Brandon Cook, who I've – like Brandon Cook has managed to get 1,000 yards no matter who his quarterback is. Yep. But Brandon Cook – He's not, he's not He's not. finna run intermediate, short routes. He's going to burn you. He's going to yeah, stretch yeah. the field, mm -hmm. and he's a tough suck, son of a gun. He's going to catch the ball, and no matter who's out there, finna, you know, put, put something on him. So that's what I give Brandon Cooks. But when you look at this list, uh, to me, if you had to take our receiver core and put them in any one of those, those group of Offenses. teams, I think they would kill ball it. Out. They would yeah. ball out. So when I look at the list, the only team, the only team I probably would, you know, uh, question – and saying that I, it's Arizona. I think Arizona don't have enough guys collectively to, that I would say that, you know, they should be in front of us. Yeah, you know? I think the one thing there is they got DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre yeah. Hopkins had a tough year last year. Suspended he don't drop game. balls. He don't drop he don't, balls. And yeah. I, you know, I played with him in, in Houston. Besides him, I don't see of, nobody else. I mean, How was he? How was he as a teammate? I mean, he was, as a teammate, I think he's, he's a good guy as a teammate. Not the hardest worker in the world, but just yeah. a good good competitive son of a gun. And yeah. one of the best, his superpower is catching the football. Yeah, yeah. that's like, all. Like, the way he catches the football Strong is... Strong hands. And they're huge hands. Yeah. And he's contested. He's tough. But not very productive last year. Marquise Brown, the guy from Baltimore, I he's, think that's... He's up and down. Up and yeah. down, right? Yeah. And then the guy they drafted, uh, Rondell Moore, a couple yeah. years ago, the 4-2 guy, kind yeah. of slot receiver. Yeah. They don't know how to use him yet. Yeah. So I would I would say for sure above Arizona, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. glad you mentioned Dallas, right? Because the Brandon Cooks... Mm -hmm. The question I have for you is, does Brandon Cooks elevate C.D. Lamb because of the space he's able I don't, to I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I don't think Brand. like, put it like this. As a coordinator, I'm not going into a game worrying about Brandon Cooks. Yeah. I, mm. I, I'm just telling you that. Like, if I go in and I got to check, I got to, uh, my job is to stop the Cowboys. I'm going to stop C.D. Lamb first. Yeah. You don't have a tight end. All right, so therefore, uh, C.D. Lamb first, and, and I think people get a, forget about, about what Gallup. About, what about Michael Gallup? He comes yeah. off the ACL. I mean, see, I, I, so Gallup and Cooks to me are the, Gallup, Gallup, are, Gallup and Cooks both speed is, is their main threat. Yeah. But I will say this about Cooks. He's a, he's a veteran, so he knows how to go out there and be a pro. You know how to put himself in the right position, right spot to catch those, make those plays. Gallup, I think he's still a little Figuring raw. Out, yeah. He's still raw when it comes. I watch his routes. I watch how he, you know. And then last year, you know, he came off an of injury, so I can't really, you know, put a lot on that, you know, knowing that he was injured. But, you know, I just want to go back to what Fred said about not worrying about Cook. I, I won't say I won't. Nah, you have to worry about him because he can stretch the field. That's what I'm saying. And he's going to open up things for those guys because he can stretch the field. If you sit there and say, forget Cook, he's going. He's going for six. No, I ain't he's going that for we six. Don't forget him, but my coordinator. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying going you don't have to scheme up around him. You don't have to put a yeah. You don't stop Cook. So to me, what I see with Cooks is a guy that makes you defend. The field horizontally, yes, in a yes. way that you know when you watch Kansas yes. City when Tyreek Hill was there, you had yes. it made the field more open. And then yeah. you said C.D. Lamb's a slot receiver. C.D. Lamb, so do, all do you that get, up. He do you get a ninety grass. PFF grade out of C.D. Lamb this year because there's yes. more space because of Cooks? I don't 
I, I think in so. In the big scheme of things, I just don't think so. Like, he's not going to run us out of man-to-man. Like, I yeah. only judge wide receivers uh, that's a good, that's by a great point. who that's runs us, who, who makes us, who makes my coordinator change what we're doing. Yeah. Like, Brandon Cook is not going to make us check. Like, I'm still going to check CeeDee Lamb the same as that way, man under. I watched everybody play the Cowboys last year yeah. because that couldn't run because of him coming out of that injury. Yeah. yeah. Everybody played them two man under. Yeah. All right. So Cook never got separation. Yeah. All right. Well, now I mean I'm not Cook. I mean uh, C.D. Lamb. Yeah. So now and Cook to that. Does that run me out of two man? Maybe. And, I mean, he's, I he's, a, he's a four three guy. Man. He's, he's a he's still running. guy. He is, but people. I just listen. say don't don't get caught slipping with him. That's what I say. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those guys. Don't think this because he's now he's up in those years and and he might not be the guy he was a couple of years ago. I still I still think he can get behind the defense and that's yeah. one of the reasons why Dallas went out there. So I would say that those are the three teams that I would say Washington is probably above because I think when you look at the Chargers, when you look at Tampa Bay, when you look at Vegas, Philly, Miami, Seattle, Cincinnati, I think those groups are pretty dynamic groups. Man. A lot of those groups too have a lot of those groups have a lot of. You, what you, I'm, I'm shocked at you because you're a married man <laughs> and, 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 and Brandon Cooks. Has divorced more quarterbacks than anybody. <laughs> like, like, I'm shocked that stability ain't your thing. Well, the fact that he can move, ski, ski, he's scheme agnostic, I think is important. Yeah. And yeah. with a quarterback like Dak Prescott. But again, I, I think so. Those three teams, you guys agree? Yeah. yeah Minnesota, Arizona, Dallas are teams. So that, at least seven. Like, I think so what is at the math least, there? Yeah, at least, eight? yeah, at least seven, eight. Yeah. We should be around there. Because I don't think, yeah. I think the Chargers, again, they got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, those guys are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Tampa Bay, Mike Evans. I don't think you jump Chris Godwin either. He's outstanding. Yeah. Vegas had a sneaky addition this offseason. Ah, Tampa. With, with Jacoby Myers, right? He's yeah. a true oh, number yeah. one. That's Myers, a sneaky Myers, one, right? Yeah. Sneaky, so, again, like, I'm not sure they jump. Maybe they're in that group. I don't know if they jump that group. We still well. got to be proof. I mean, uh, like I said before, a lot of those names – Stick out, and then you look at it, you got quarterbacks and receivers. That's a great point. So that's when I look at that page. It's like when you're talking about a, a, a core and you talk about that quarterback, that make that core just that much you know, more more potent. So unless we really go out there and play with our guy and see what we got, we can't really talk of being, you know, being above some yeah, of them teams. I think that's a great point, right? Like if you don't have the quarterback, like it's hard to know it, it, exactly Like I always got. tell why I receive, they be like, I'm finna burn you. No, you're not. Not with, <laughs> not with Nathan Peterman throwing you today a ball. You, you don't got a chance with me. All right. So, you know, Mike Clay's going to come out with some new lists. He hasn't come out with these yet, but I'll ask you guys, right? So yeah. obviously we got a pretty good defensive line room here. Mm-hmm. Where, would you, where would you rank that group? Where would you rank that group? So I, I got some I got some teams here, right? Yeah. That I think would compete with Washington in terms of, you know The Eagles. The Eagles, San Francisco, the Jets, and Dallas were the names that I came the, up with. Them the only ones. Yeah. Like so. there's no other rooms that can compete with that. Like I Dallas I wouldn't put as high. Because they they have two edge guys. They got two edge guys, but the interior is, not is missing. Yeah. Right? And that's why they drafted Mozzie. Yeah. Right? But uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are the room that intrigues me. Yeah. Because they, they also have two babies inside. Yeah. Right? Jordan mm-hmm. Davis, and they, and they drafted uh, Carter. Carter this year. Our guys are proven. Yeah. I, I got are proven. Uh, all first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what really does it for me with our room we ain't seen the best of our edges. Haven't seen it. We that's, haven't that's, seen that's, the that's, best. And that's, that's, that's why I would say we we at least top three. And yeah. that's the reason why I only I won't I won't go as far as one. Yeah. Because we haven't seen us be as potent Collective as we, we want to be. Yeah. I mean, we've we show we, we saw flashes. Yeah. Year in, year out, you get a, a player here. You know what I mean? Sweat yeah. has been consistent for the most part. He still haven't got up there in double digits yeah, when yeah, it comes he still to ain't sacks. Showed us that year. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think still with sweat haven't shown us his best. 
and having Young just really getting back to health, yeah, we will really we won't we won't really know what we have until all those guys playing together. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, Young's health is a, is a big deal. It's right? a big key. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's the biggest thing, right? Because yeah. definitively, if he comes out and is is that guy that he was a couple years ago, it's the number one group. We need a disruptor. We need a guy that what those two guys do on the inside. Yeah, on the edge. They just. But I'm just saying, far as just our our Allen and Payne. You know, you you rarely see that. And when you saw that with Aaron Donald, like, man, this guy's just tearing up the inside of everybody's offensive line. And it got to the point to where you could put anybody outside, but we have two of the best outside. Aside, that's, yeah. what so, that's what I'm saying. And we can just see all four of those guys play together for one year and I play at the top an ceiling. inside built like this was Tampa Bay with, with Warren Sapp and Booger McFarland. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right, and, and it allowed the edge rushers to never get double teamed. Yeah. All right, so now think about this. You can't double team inside. You can't double team outside. So you, you're you going to be forced to bring, lead people in the chip. Yeah. Uh, uh, running backs to chip. Yeah, or tight change the, change the they scheme. change how you run plays. Like mm-hmm. you cannot leave and let everybody go out yeah. because we need to protect first. And that's why I think this line, think about this. If I told you 40 sacks from your starting four, y'all be like, yeah, that's, that's normal, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we should get 40 yeah. sacks from these yeah. guys. Yeah. But 40 sacks is a lot of that's damn a lot sacks. Of sacks yeah. like, that's 10 apiece for these guys. I think they can do but that. But what I would say is, with all that being said, you can have the best guys up front, but when you're secondary weak, we're going we gonna to still yeah. get no, the ball we gonna, off. We gonna get the so ball. that's why it was so vital for us to make go, sure go we go get secondary because yeah. now you got to play into our willpower. Yeah, and our willpower is getting getting you up front. How many times last year you saw Sweat almost getting there? He yeah. got there and the ball just, just got, got off yeah. and they made a play downfield. Yeah. But now if you got all those guys up front and you got your guys in the secondary, those guys in the back end locking their guys up, that quarterback going to hold on that ball for that one more second I would, for now us to get that set. I played on this defense right now, <laughs> I ain't backpedaling now, son. All right. I, I'm sitting flat-footed, and you're going to have to run past me. Exactly. All right? You're going to have to run past me. No, I got a real. question for you. So, obviously, I think Payne and Allen are top eight deep interior all right, guys, all right. right? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Where do the edge guys rank? You know? Are they – I know Montez is pretty close to being top ten, I would say. Where's Chase at? And that Because we just talked about that's the thing that's going to take him – over the yeah. hump, right? So what, yeah. what, do, what do we need to, to see from them to get there? I think, I think Chase is that one that is so much damn upside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't seen the best of Chase. Yeah, we ain't seen Like Even in Pro Bowl year, we haven't yeah, seen the best we, of him. We wind back to his rookie year. The last five games of the season, he had combined five sacks, two fourths fumbles, yeah. uh, touchdown. This guy makes – Things yeah. happen. Disruptor. All right, he, he, he makes things happen. Yeah. So at the end of the day, he, was he worth that second pick? Hell yeah. He's that type of dude. He's Bruce Smith-ish. Yeah. All right, now the, the focus is, is he focused on being that? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. it, what do the hell Chase wants to yeah. be? And that's the key. And, and he'll never have it better than he has it here. Meaning yeah. you'll never get more one-on-ones than you're going to get with this D-line. Yeah. So this is the time to show who he is. So I think Chase is the one we're waiting on to mm. see who he is. Is he the alpha of these alphas? Yeah, I think he's easily, man. And I'm just saying this without him having that injury. And, and I think the injury was one of those wake-up calls, you know, to me. Like that second Brought year was back going, down to reality. That second year was going so bad, I don't mm-hmm. think he even realized how bad, bad it was, it was going. going. You know what I mean? So the injury, on top of having a bad year, now you have to really wake up. Like, now I was playing bad and now I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Now I got to overcome playing bad 
being being more sound, technique sound, and then now I got to get back to that health that had me playing freely. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to get a different kind of player. You're going to get a player that say, okay, I even saw last year in flashes. You got a player that now, like, he's, you can tell he's studying what I need to do. Not yeah. so much of just taking, going out there and athletically dominating, you know. Yeah. I was one of those receivers. I, I talk about this openly all the time. I didn't have to look at my, my opponent. Mm. I was going to beat you every time. I was going to beat you. Until I got that third knee injury, I mean, knee, knee surgery, I said, oh, boy, let me go and watch this dude here and see where I can beat him. What edge can I take? You know what yes. I mean? But th what that did also was help me watch the defense as a whole. Yeah. I care less about cover two, cover one. Yeah. I used to read that half of my field. I used, whatever side of the field I was on, I read that half. I said, okay, I got a cloud, or I got one, or I got three. I got something where either if it wasn't a zone, I'm going to beat my guy. Yeah. Just beat my guy. So now you get a guy in chase that he has to go through these measures to be that person that he was year one. And it's going to make him that much better. And being the chase that he's now he's hungry because they didn't they didn't um, pick up his, they his no, fifth they year. Didn't. He he out to prove something. Yeah. Just like when he came in, he's out to prove something. You finna get a you finna get that predator. You finna get that guy that's going to go out there and that, that every week mm -hmm. you, your your that opponent going to be like. I understand these other guys are great, but man, I don't want to see him. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's gonna he's gonna pick up everybody else's game. You're gonna see Sweat get more sacks this year just because of what Chase is gonna do this year. Yeah. Everybody gonna run the Sweat side. Mm -hmm. So I'll say this. So I think we could agree. Top five group. Top, top five. five. Easy. Top five. Chase Hands down. But if Hands Chase down. comes out, potential to be number one. Yeah. Let's talk about running backs real quick. We got Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Where do they rank in terms of running backs? I got some names for you here, just of other good running yeah, back groups. Green Bay Packers, right? They got AJ Dillon and uh, Jones, Jones, right? Yeah. Outstanding. Yep. San Francisco, Miami. They've got a track team down there in the backfield. Yep. Cleveland, Seattle, and Philly. Are the are they other ones that kind of stuck out to me Swift. as having getting swift with yeah, two-headed monsters back yeah. there? So yeah. where where does Washington's backfield rank? And um, you know, like what like what can we expect from a healthy Brian I'd Robinson? I say top fifteen. I yeah. love the variety. Yeah. I love the differences in the running backs. Mm -hmm. Brian Robinson is different from Gibby. I think Gibby is finna show, and I mean Gibby and Antonio Gibson, is about <laughs> to show people who yeah. he really is yeah. in Eric B. Enemy's offense. Yeah, this, like, this oh, offense he's well. an ex-wide receiver that's playing running back, and I think people forget that. I, at yeah. the end of the day, he can do anything. He's a three-down back. Mm -hmm. And I think he is the, the diamond in the rough out of this group. Like, I love Rodriguez because he just – Put my head down and it's me and you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's yeah. me and you and we finna swap paint. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But at the end of the day, I think the most... The difference I, maker has to be in the pass game, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why Gibson comes in. Gibson, yeah, and he becomes gonna... something different than most of the... He, he's different than everybody on our page right now. Yeah. I think I think having having Antonio Gibson and being a part of this Eric bien um offense really gives us another dynamic on the offensive side. We yep. talk about those receivers. We talk about that tight, you know, tight end group we have, especially if Logan Thomas come back to full full health, he can be a dominant tight end again. And we talk, like our, we talk man, about our we talk about our we talk about our running back field and these guys just being great runners, but AG with the ball in his hand. Last year he showed signs of that. And remember we talked to coach uh, a couple of weeks ago and we was asking, we was like, we was all expecting yeah. that 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 quick twitch pickup running back, yeah. but they didn't do 
so because they knew what they had in AG. Yeah. And he can be that, he can be he that slasher. Yep. He can be that slasher. We want him to be a bruiser, and he's not a bruiser. He's he not, shows you time and time again. He's an he, he been showing us time and time again that yeah. I'm not gonna run a guy over unless you make me mad. Yeah. Because he has the body type. Mm -hmm. But he's a guy that can do whatever he wants to do in his offense now. You know what I mean? He can be a guy that they say, we're gonna motion him outside. He's gonna kill yeah. any linebacker, any any rover, any nickel guy you put on him because yeah. he's that type of guy. You know? I mean, I think it's interesting that both offensive position groups we talked about, receivers and running backs, it all goes back to EB, really, yeah. right? And what he's going to do with these guys, how he's going to magnify skill sets. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really interesting. So the last group we're going to talk about, I think this is interesting because you've already kind of alluded to them, is the defensive back group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where do they rank nationally, in your opinion, right? Uh, and what what can we expect from this year? Miami got a high group, especially with them trading for Jalen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Philly got a good 49ers, group. Like you, if you want to look for defensive backfields, look for defensive line. Yeah, like, like I'm, point, I'm sorry, man. like we are married. Have I not been saying that? Yeah, we are oh, married. To like each I say, other. you can put my son back there, both of them, <laughs> my, my 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 13 year old and my 23 year old son, and without a lick of experience, if you put them behind Chase and all them boys, it's a different. They gonna world. be there. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a different so, world. Yeah. So with St. Juice. I mean, with, with, with Juice, you got this. He's a nullifier. He's not an interceptor. Yeah. You know, he'll stay between the quarterback and the football and the wide receiver. Do you think you can learn that, though? I mean, because No, nah, you, you don't learn to catch the ball when you make it to the league. Either you came with it or you're not. Like, no. Why is that? Why is that, I, you think? Well, because the quarterback— But he had his share of, he had his share of you know, picks. Not, he, not, he, he, he will make a play yeah. occasionally, but— But he's not, not looking to do that. He's not looking to do yeah, that. Like, this go. is how you—cornerbacks, you divide us. X wide receivers and X running backs. No, I did, way, no, okay. no, no, at cornerback, we, no, we actually. I, I know, but the, no way Benjamin, Benjamin St. Juice didn't play running back. Dude's like 6'3". Like no, no, he, he, is, he is considered of the running back class yeah. of the cornerbacks. Uh, He's a considered a running back. All right, well, me, skinny guys, guys that look like wide receivers, play like wide receivers, we are the wide receiver group. Mm -hmm. Emmanuel Forbes falls in that group. Yeah. Like Fuller falls in that group. Yeah. So, you, these, this is how you divide the, the, the cornerback position. So I think we got a good group because the front is so damn good. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. so it don't matter. Like I told you, if I was playing right now, I would never backpedal. Yeah. Yeah. Like I told, I would sit there and a corner, uh, a wide receiver is gonna just have to run past me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and, and but I will bet that my guys gonna make it to the quarterback before I have to that, start. That's running. why it bothered me a lot watching these guys from the past few years because I didn't understand why we didn't put a lot of more bump and run. You know, from the you know, play a lot of bump and run from the outside. Like you don't even have to really go out there and be physical. You don't have to just press get in their way. Just wait. You, if you get in my way, like that was a, a you know, when we played teams, and I say this all the time. Teams got in my way more than they stopped me. They just put a guy in front of me and say, we're going to slow him down from getting off the line. And then now it's going to be hard for the quarterback. The quarterback coming off me now because yeah. he knows that he I don't got, have that he, much he time because the D line is, you know, up my behind. So, yeah. you know, we need to do more of that. Now having more guys back there, now having the depth, now having, you know, the talent, you know, we, we have – Everything now when it comes to the, those guys up front and those guys in the back end, especially even that safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have the guys. So I want to see us do that more because I've even told Juice, I'm like, bro, you was on A.J. Green and you backed off and gave him the easiest touchdown I've ever seen yeah. in, man, in, in playing football. Football yeah. went on. Bro, you was just staying in front of him. That would have been hard in-cut route. He couldn't mm -hmm. rent it. But you backed off and gave it to him and gave him respect. So, Fred, I want to ask you this. So, like, in this example that Tan is talking about, like, you've got to defend multiple route concepts, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, like one of the things that I, I always go back to is like people say, oh, we got a press man, press man, press man. But I always, I've always heard that playing off allows you to intercept the football better, right? Because you can see the quarterback, right? So like, yeah. where is the mix there? And I know you don't want to be doing the same yeah. thing all the time, right? But no, like, what's I, the answer? I, this is what I love from press man. Press man simplifies the route tree. Mm. The route tree becomes defined. Mm-hmm. As a press man, you finna slant out, you finna fade me up. Like yeah. once I go into press man, the route tree go it shrinks. Because yeah. like, you have conversions. You have to convert. You have to convert your routes. Yeah. yeah. And so now, like when I go to play off, now I got to check the whole route tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like now, the only weapon I have as so, a cornerback is down and distance. That's gonna so tell me how to attack. Just to give Fred, just to kind of clarify what Fred is saying, if I have a post corner on the outside, yeah. and Fred off me. I'm running that post corner. Traditionally, I'm going. I'm taking him up the field at ten. I'm gonna I'm cut. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting to the post. Then I'm out to the corner. But if he press me now, I change my whole route. And depending on what they play in the back end, yeah. it can be. I can change that route all the way. So if now I still have man coverage, if he pressing me, I got to release inside and not even give him that 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 yeah. in cut press. Now I got to just get to my corner. Yeah. But now if they got a uh, they got a safety over top. I can't go high because that safety is going to get the ball. I got to mm-hmm. come flat. Yeah. So you have to adjust off of the coverage. Mm-hmm. And depending on one of the things I loved about seeing some of the best DBs play, they always knew where they have their help and where they right. don't. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Hall was so good at knowing when he had help. That dude was so smart. That's why he jumped everything. Mm-hmm. Man, he knew he had a safety over top of him. Do not play with D. Hall. He's jumping it. He's going He going to be talking to your mama in the stands. He's yeah. going to hold the ball up and show you, your boy, he was dumb for throwing the ball at me. So that's what I want to see us do more. Know where your help is at. And if you know you got a guy over the top, come on. I'm pressing you. You know why? Because I don't have to worry about you beating me. Press. Now, if I don't have that help, I will back off a little bit Take and play the more air coverage. Out of it. How much flexibility do you have to make that decision? Well, uh, like, or is, or is it, or is it defensive? Is it a defensive call? Well, well, I was one of the people. I used to press and cover three. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And cover three. My coaches always said, like, I had two ways of cover three. So, like, cover three for those listening is you're dividing the back end of the field into thirds, basically. And, and I have to play three deep. Yes, I yeah. the time. But most people, would, if I had to play off and cover three, I would play off and cover three walking down. I would literally. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm headed down. I can see you doing I, it. I want to change what the quarterback thinks I'm doing. Yep. Interesting. All right? and, and so, at the end of the day, how are you playing Jedi mind tricks with, bait, the, with the wide them. receiver in the corner and the quarterback? And yeah. I think that's what the older corners mm-hmm. learn as you get into the NFL. The game inside the game yeah. Yeah. needs to be played. Yeah, I used to always get to the line of scrimmage, and I used to watch. I used to, So, I look at the safety first. I'm like, okay, let me see if I see that that shell. That shell is that cover two shell. Yeah. And then that lets me know, okay, okay, I can, I can do my regular route, route. you know. Mm-hmm. But when then if you got a DB and my, my homeboy, he played defensive back. I played defensive back growing up. And he's always – I used to ask him questions in high school. Like, what are you trying to do? He said, I'm trying to disguise my look every time. Just if, hide. I, if I know I got press, I'm coming from deep. Mm-hmm. If I know I got it off, I'm coming from press. Mm-hmm. So I want you at the line of scrimmage to think, have to make that decision yeah. at the snap of the ball or instead of having your mind made up. So if I have to make you make that decision at the snap of the ball, now you in between. You yeah. can't just tear off on me. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I used to look for that to see who's going to make me think. Who's going to make me? I'm already looking at the safety. So the safety's always going to tell me. If he's on that hash, that far hash over there by me, yeah. Oh, I mean that close hash? Yeah. Oh, okay. We Could got some kind of shell. Yeah. Some yeah. kind of shell, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know the safeties, you guys, we're telling you guys something. I need you to tell me something. All right. You right. need to dress better. Julie <laughs> has been on me about what I'm wearing on the show. All right. Yeah. So, do you guys have any fashion <laughs> advice for me? Yes. Just stop. like, like what, should I be, like, what should I be thinking you, about? You, you got to stop going to Burlington 
You got to stop going to these these places. All right? You got to stop sending your wife to get you these shirts so out of think, Walmart. You think I go shopping all the time, man. I, I haven't been shopping probably in 10 years. Yeah, man. And I, and that's the problem. <laughs> that's, that's the serious problem with you. You don't care. We all run into guys like that. Yeah. The older I get right now as an older man. Yeah. I don't care. See, like, what's the difference? You got like a little button-up T-shirt on. Uh, like, what, is, I, but, but, is but this see, nice? Like, it's what nice is it? and neat. Yeah. And you see, come in here looking. You got the shirt that Rudy wore. On, on. This is nice. It's not nice. Look, look, it's not. It's, for, it's for, terrible. For a guy like yourself who don't really care about all that stuff, yeah, you can still get something simple. Like when I was younger, yeah. I tried to. Have, I had to go get designer. I had to have the nicest colors. I still do that now, but it's simple. I yeah. simplified. I'm, I get enough polos, enough sweaters, but stuff like, that like, I, that fits like, my swag. Yeah, you got, it's not simple. Look, he's got these nice ass shoes on. Yeah, yeah. but he's got but, these nice designer, designer jeans. jeans. On. I buy enough of them, on. and like you got it's a not buy buy myself, enough. But this is basic to me. These pants are new, I think. Actually, no, they're not that new. I'll, I'll take no, Lululemon. They're, <laughs> they're not. Like, you don't care. Like, you walk in, like, you do not. Your shoes that's in there right now, a, a lot of people in the building want them out of the building. Yeah. Like, I, right. I'm just saying, like, you don't actually care. And so, it's fine. So what you're saying is you need to care more. You need to care more about what get I'm you, wearing. Get yeah. you a pair of Air Force Ones. Get you, get you a couple of... Black. Look, get you a couple of... <laughs> Why not get you buy no, two or three pair of jeans. <laughs> look, get you a couple of pair of jeans and get a bunch of polos, bro. Yep. You good. That's, right. that's your drove right there. Julie, what do you think? Is that good? Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. Listen, listen. So, we, we, we only tell you this because we care about it. I appreciate it. And that'll, that'll do it for today, though. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. So I appreciate the advice. And if you want more fashion advice, tune in. Probably not to this show, but if you want more football advice, definitely, right? Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We've got some amazing stuff this week on the Commander's YouTube page. Every Monday, Julie has a one-on-one -on -one interview with a player. And this week, it's Brian Robinson. Wednesday is Command Center, and Fred, you get fired up. Every, I'm always fired up. Always though. fired up. All what, right. what are you fired up this week about? Uh, uh, everything. Everything. Uh, Sam Howe, the Air Wolf. <laughs> and then on, on a Tuesday, Tanner, Thursday, excuse me, you have Tanner's Takes. We're going to talk about Tanner's Takes, but we're talking about Tanner moving the chains. All right. Moving the chains. That's what we All need right. to call it. And Friday, I live in the comments. And uh, so every day, we have something for you to listen to. So make sure you check it out.